You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to Now Hear This. I'm your host, Chris Spangle. Now Hear This is a conversation with leaders in Indianapolis that are working to improve the lives of Hoosiers. Our goal is to empower you to join in their work and make a difference while informing you about the unseen aspects of life in Indiana. If you miss an episode, you can listen via podcast at nowhearthisindy.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are talking to an organization that I love, that I had a friend who was personally changed by this organization, and I'm so excited to tell you about them. And with me today is Darcy Palmer Schultz, the Chief Executive Officer of Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Central Indiana. Thank you so much for joining us, and why don't we start with telling us what your organization does? Absolutely. So Big Brothers, Big Sisters um, believes that inherent in every child is the potential to succeed and thrive in life. And we always start with that because it's really important to know that our starting point with working with kids is knowing that they are full of amazing potential. And so our mission is to defend, ignite, and empower that potential through one-to-one mentoring relationships. And their website is bebigforkids.org, correct? Is that, that is correct. All Thank right. you. Uh, always like to get that in there early so uh, and mention often uh, for our organization. So this this relationship that is built. So I had a personal friend who was kind of at a hard time in their life and just didn't have a lot of direction and saw an advertisement and thought, you know, I didn't have the greatest situation as a kid. I'd love to go do that. And she was in her Uh, late 20s at the time and became a big sister of a girl and I have to tell you that the the, they're still very close friends but that relationship I think helped her focus her life it helped I mean just an amazing improvement in the girl's life Um, didn't come from even a, a rough home it was just having that other person that they could confide in was incredibly powerful in their lives so I've seen it firsthand I mean when what is the, is that a common story for people who become big brothers or big sisters? Yeah, you know, I think it is. And I think it's, um, it's one of the things that after starting working for big brothers, big sisters was kind of one of the, the pleasant surprises or the great surprises of the work is how much it really impacts everybody involved. Um, you know, as, as a parent or for those who are parents out there, I think you really, you're really aware of how much your kids need and benefit from the influences of others in their, in their process of growing up and in that journey and how having a number of people surround them to encourage them in different ways and guide them in different ways and help them find, you know, all of the possibility um, for their lives is really important. And so I think, you know, that that's, that's a real, you know, gift to the, to the kids and families for sure. But I think our bigs often are um, blown away and regularly report back, you know, that they got involved first and foremost to, you know, impact the life of another person, to impact the life of a child. And they certainly see that that happens as part of this relationship but they are surprised at least a little bit by how much they walk away feeling like it's changed their lives or changed their perspective or given them a different sense of understanding about the world or um, what kids are facing growing up or their own life experience and how that differs from others. Um, And again, just changes their worldview in such a significant way. 
so the little sisters, little brothers, what is the age range and what does your typical, I'm not sure if you call them participant member, what, what, what is their general background? Why does, why does a child get involved in this program? Sure. So we call, we call our kids littles, little brothers, little sisters, or littles, um, just for short. Um, and they tend to be, you know, ages eight to 18. We enroll kids between eight and 14 and we'll continue serving through high school. Um, and so some kids will be 19 when they finish up with us, but we'll serve from that entire eight to 18 time frame. And kids come to us, you know, really for all different reasons. Um, you know, they, they come, you know, our program outcome areas where we're proven to have impact is around academic engagement and success, avoidance of risky behaviors, and then social and emotional development. Um, so I would say within that, that very broad range of impact, you know, kids will come because they might be pursuing impact in one of those areas or all of those areas and same, you know, with what their parents might want for them from this experience. And so the range is quite huge. You know, family dynamics vary quite a bit for kids that come to us. Um, the great majority of kids we serve are living with one parent or a grandparent or another relative, but not all. Um, we have about 40% of our kids are impacted by the incarceration of a family member and over 80% receive free or reduced lunch. And so there might be um, an economic barrier there as well. But kids, you know, we serve kids from Johnson, Marion, and Hamilton counties, probably in every, every zip code throughout that stretch um, and all different kinds of backgrounds. And I think that's one of the really great things about the Big Brothers Big Sisters program is that it truly is customized for every single child we serve, their strengths, their challenges, what they need and want out of this experience because we're able to pair them with their very own volunteer who has the support of a staff member um, to really work with them around what's important to them in their own development and what they want to accomplish. So who does a child generally, are they the ones that say, you know, I'd like a mentor. I mean, that's a little advanced for maybe an eight year old, or is it a parent that says, you know, my, my child's struggling or my child wants to excel, or is it an outside force? Like maybe a, a social worker or a school counselor, like, What's the entrance to the funnel for the kid? Yeah, you know, it's, it's actually all of the above. I would say the great majority of our youth referrals or applicants are, you know, the starting point really is the parent or caregiver um, in that home. Um, some kids do call and ask, you know, directly <laughs> for, for a big. That's cute. Um, we have a we have some of those for sure that come through and those are some of our favorites always, but um, usually it's through the parent, and then we work with quite a few schools and other programs, and so other social workers, teachers, principals, um, youth uh, program, you know, workers from other organizations might make referrals as well. Ultimately, we we start with the parent then after that referral is made to start a conversation. Um, but anybody who's interested in suggesting this opportunity for a child can start that process. And then we'll we'll get it going with the parent or caregiver to walk through the next steps. You're listening to Now Hear This, and I am Chris Spangle. Please subscribe to our podcast now in your podcast app by searching for Now Hear This with Chris Spangle. I'm speaking to Darcy Palmer Schultz, the Chief Executive Officer of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Central Indiana. And their website is bbbsci.org, or you can go to bbigforkids.org. 
And so what about the bigs? So is it typically somebody like my friend who's just like, I want to get involved, I want to get back? Uh, or, or do they come in saying, I'm really good at X skill and I want to offer this to to a child? Or what does your big typically look like? Yeah, so our bigs start at age 19. And there's no, we always say there's no ending point. Um, so we have bigs of all ages. Um, and really what it comes down to is someone who's interested in forming a friendship, you know, with a, with a child who's eight to 14 when they first meet, getting to know their interests and their, um, again, strengths and challenges to, to work with them and supporting them and being a good partner with the, the parent or caregiver and the staff member to really do that as a team in, in its own way. Certainly when you're spending time with your little, your one-on-one for the most part, um, but parents are very involved, um, which is one of the things we're very grateful for because they're able to help us make sure that we're supporting their kids and, and accomplishing what matters most for their family. And then we have professional staff members who work with every single big and little pair um, and parent to navigate and coach and, and help them um, be as productive and um, rewarded as possible by the experience Um, And then the agency provides quite a bit of activities and tickets and offerings so that bigs and littles have a lot that they can do together fairly easily. Um, You know, we work really hard to make sure that we have great partnerships in place and donors so that, again, this year has been a little different in that regard. But, you know, in a normal year, bigs and littles are regularly going to Colts games and Pacers games and Fever games and Um, out at Victory Field and going to plays and theater and, um, you know, visiting the Idol Jorg and, you know, just all all of our great offerings in the the area. Um, You know, we have so many that have done a lot to make it possible for bigs and littles to go at low or no cost. Um, Lots of lots of things that happen in that regard, the agency tries to make possible. And then we host other events focused on youth development and college and career readiness for our high school students to really make sure that in addition to the exploratory and kind of fun um, experiences that really are part of being in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program that we're laying on top of that, those, you know, general youth development and life planning um, skill development opportunities as well. And so that's all put together and made very accessible for everyone involved so that it's, you know, it's easy to have things to do. It's easy to navigate the bumps along the way um, um, with with the support of an organization that has that's kind of behind you the whole way. Yeah, there were there were bumps that were unexpected, but, you know, the staff was great and kind of helped in some of that stuff, because, you know, sometimes a, a kid when they have a mentor, they feel comfortable saying things or talking about things with that mentor and then the mentor goes help. Uh, and so, yeah. you know, I think that that is one of the benefits of mentorship. I know for me personally, my thirties have been infinitely better than my twenties because of mentorship. Um, so I imagine if I had started at eight, I'd look, I could be so much more successful then. Uh, so <laughs> I would encourage everybody to take a look at this because this, this was just super enriching for my friend, for her little, um, I imagine you do background checks. I imagine that you consider safety and, and who you pair. What is the process of keeping kids safe, but also the pairing? Uh, you know, how do you judge who gets paired with whom? 
Yeah, so for both um, kids and parents and volunteers, there's a multi-step process that's really, you know, geared at making sure, one, everyone is informed about what the experience is, and they feel like they know what they need to know um, to continue down that process. Two, to assess for, is this the right fit? Um, Partially just, is this the right program for you to volunteer or the right program for your child to participate in? Um, and, and, and safety, you know, do we, do we determine that this is a, a safe, um, applicant to have involved in the program? And then, um, we look at what might make for a good match. Um, you know, so, so what do we know about each of you, both from the child perspective and the volunteer perspective to figure out why you might be a good pairing? Um, we don't we don't simply take, you know, the next child on the list with the next volunteer on the list and, and put them together. There is a deliberate process that looks at I mean, geographic location combined with expectations of the program and needs of the program um, and interests, um, you know, to try and figure out who might actually be a good fit that might kind of hit the ground running, um, have some things that get them started, but also have some potential kind of personality or expectation alignment that will make them a good pair for the long haul. Um, And that's one of, I think one of the most rewarding parts uh, um, from a staff perspective is hearing over and over again, I can't believe what a good fit this is. Um, I mean, and certainly, you know, kids are like all people, they change and they develop and they evolve over the course of time. And so sometimes you might have more in common or less um, over the course of that relationship. But at the end of the day, we regularly hear this is a great fit. I'm so glad I got paired with this particular child or volunteer. Um, and, you know, we, we don't know how you did it, but, but this was about as good as I could have hoped for. So we've only got time for, uh, we've only got two minutes left here. Um, so I want to ask you first, uh, where can people financially support you? Because I'm sure things are super weird with COVID. Yeah. So, I mean, if if you want to get involved as a volunteer or as um, a donor, please visit us on our website. That's the easiest starting point at bebigforkids.org. In addition to kind of filling out the application or making a donation there, you can find all of our staff and you're welcome to reach out to any one of us individually and we'd love to talk to you. All right. Thank you so much, Darcy Palmer Schultz, the chief executive officer of Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Central Indiana, and their website is Be Big for Kids. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. It was great to be here. Thanks for listening to Now Hear This. I'm your host, Chris Spangle. If you missed any portion of our program, you can listen on our website, nowhearthisindy.com. If you'd like to have your organization featured on the show, please email Gabby at nowhearthisindy at iheartmedia.com. Make sure you check out our podcast. And thanks for listening. We will be back again next weekend with Now Hear This. Was America founded on oppression? Or have we always strived towards a higher ideal? This is Caleb Franz, host of Profiles in Liberty, and I am very excited to let you know that the second season of the podcast is now airing. Every Thursday, join me on a journey of discovery as you hear about the men and women who fulfill the promise of 1776. Season 2 of Profiles in Liberty, The Equalizers, is now airing exclusively on the We Are Libertarians podcast network.